Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome, welcome to the Brett Boone Podcast. Explore the mind of MLB All-Star, Silver Slugger, and Gold Glove winner, Brett Boone. As he sits down with his friends from the world of professional sports. Now, Now, up to bat, Brett Boone. This time of year for us, we're getting ready for spring training. That's what we did, and... You're getting ready to, to announce some games in Detroit again. So spring was in the air for us. But you mentioned the shoulder pads, and I just want to uh, mention about your college football career. You went to Michigan State. Uh, you were an All-American. Um, you were drafted by the Cardinals, I believe, in the seventh round of the NFL draft. You were number one pick by Detroit. First of all, did you ever seriously consider football? And secondly, two-part question. I want to I want to break down the differences on draft day for Kurt Gibson, NFL, and and Major League Baseball. I only thought about playing football. I, I football was always my favorite. So you you kind of you don't have it straight. I went to Michigan State as the last guy they signed that year, I, and I I was a sleeper. A late developer. I mean, I went there at 185, running the four six. I, I I came out of there running like a four two three, and I was two thirty two twenty five. So that was the progression. You know, I was just maturing then. But after my junior year of football, my football coach came up and said, "Hey, didn't you used to play baseball?" And I said, "I did." Uh, you know, up through high school. He said, I want you to go out for baseball. I said, why? He says, because you're going to be a top five pick. If you do anything in baseball at all, you're going to be a top five pick. So I said, all right. So I went out for baseball. We did the spring thing. went down to Pan American University. (laughs) I was brutal, man. I was ready to quit because I stuck. I hadn't played in three years. So as a junior, we went down there, and Danny Litwaller, my baseball coach, sat down and said he gave me 10 reasons why I shouldn't quit. 
So I stuck with it. I hit a home run that day. I hit two the next and you know, so on and so forth. So then after my junior year of uh, baseball, I played the one year, you know, everybody, I, I could get drafted. So everybody asked me, uh, Mel Didier and the, the Yankees, Bertie Tebbets, they all came out. They said, if we draft you as a junior, will you sign with us? I told them all no, except the Tigers, because that is my hometown. So I said, if you let me come back and play my senior year of football, I'll I'll sign with you, and I won't go to the NFL. I'll give it up. And they did that. So we had a secret deal behind the scenes. Tigers drafted me number one. I was the 11th or 12th pick. Um, and um, I signed with them, went and played 50-some games at A-ball, then came back for my senior year of football with the boys. I wasn't going to leave my boys hanging there. I wasn't giving up that senior year of college football for anything. And we went out and kicked butt. We had a great year. Played in the hula bowl, played in the senior bowl. Done. Now the Cardinals drafted me out of whim in the seventh round. But I told them, we, we met with them. I said, I'm not going to do it. I made a commitment to the Tigers. Uh, I'm not going to try and have, go to, you know, legally get out of that. I made up my mind, I'm going to go play baseball. So I really was learning how to play baseball um, in the big leagues because the Tigers weren't very good, and Sparky put me out there. Man, I was brutal. Ugh. I remember one time I went to lean forward to catch a uh, line drive in center field, and my spike hooked in the webbing of my glove. <laughs> I, was, I was rolling around out there. They booed me pretty good for a couple of years, but – then things started to turn around a little bit. I started to do some good things, and the rest of history. I, I had some very special moments. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. As much as you loved football and loved you, made this, you made this decision to, to baseball was going to be your future. In those early days when you, you mentioned, and, and I know exactly what you're talking about. When you were talking about 1983, it, you had to have a big September to hit 227. I had one of those years in, in Cincinnati oh, in 96 or 97. And it's like, I'm at, I'm looking at the ceiling at night going, I forgot how to hit. It was almost <laughs> to that point where, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to twitch. And so I, I understand that, baseball and how hard it is it'll it, get you it, yeah those years to years it is so humbling kirk and, and then you know i've had some unbelievable years and great years where but 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 my experience has taught me appreciate these good years because you've been at the bottom and you've been at the top and and it's such a humbling game but but it teaches you so many life lessons um when you were going yeah. through those tough times as an early baseball player was your mind wandering going, man, I should have played football? No. No, no I said, I'm going to conquer this because, see, I can remember being in Boston. Gibson, give me a ball. Give me the ball. And I just, I just I was looking like, I'm not going to give you a, you know, get out of here. 
They go, yeah, bum, and they, they, they killed me. The, those guys said, whatever you do, don't turn around and talk to these people. Stay focused. So I'd be out in Oakland. Those guys, the misfits, would be out there in the outfield. What's the matter with Gibson? Choir would say, he's a bum. They did, it, they did the same shit every fucking inning, man. It was unbelievable. And, and, uh, Oakland is no joke. Uh, the fans there, yeah. they're, they're, they're the closest to football fans that there are in, at the yeah. Oakland Coliseum. So, so anyway, I mean, I'd be 0 for 1 of the strikeout and they'd get all over me. 0 for 2, 0 for 3, 0 for 4. I always had this feeling inside of me. I'm going to get your ass when it counts. And, you know, all of a sudden it'd be 0 for 5 and I wouldn't have a clue what was going up there. But I developed this technique that was taught to me about when you fail, you tell your, you don't tell yourself you suck. You just, you tell yourself it's not like you. Then you think about how you felt when you succeeded. You, you, you don't let that in. So when it was, when I was over for five or over for six with three K's and a couple of pop outs, I knew I, I had confidence. I was going to, so there's the game winner. We all said, whoop. I just come across the plate, and those guys that were all dogging me. I didn't have to say anything. I got him. And, you know, Goose Gossage was my first at bat in the big leagues. He abused me. He abused me my whole career, except when in San Diego we were playing him in 84. He refused to walk me. You got I've been working my whole life. I said, you bastard. You got good <laughs> shit, and you own me. But I'm going to get you when it counts. And here it is. And boom. So Grand I mean, slam. that's just you. That's the way. It, it doesn't work for just. It worked for me. It works for you. And it works for everybody listening. Like control what you let in, because that this that 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 negative pessimistic attitude will kick your rear end, man. It, it's gonna it's gonna guarantee a failure. And I just learned how to let it get. I you know I was getting ready to give a talk to some people here. People say it different ways, you know. They they have different ways of, of saying it. But what's more important, being positive or not being pessimistic? Yeah, and positive. I can tell you, no, no, the positive, you're you're better off by not being pessimistic. Stop it before it gets in, because if you if you let it get in, your subconscious it takes everything, you know. It it. it and then you, you get in the comfort zone a little, keep you comfortable. So stop the negative. Then you don't have to waste energy, your positive energy, to overcome the negative, so to say. But, you know, there's just certain true, tried and true techniques that work. Uh, it, it's, it's easy if you choose to do it. If, if you don't, then it's going to be a little bit harder. But you're going to see how tough you are. And, you know, I, you know the mental game of baseball is incredible. The middle game of life is incredible. I got four kids, a couple grandkids. Man, that's a riot. Enjoy it while you can. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 